Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Investing Show. And today I'm going to be talking about how you can stay patient and disciplined in the stock market. And I forgot to say, this podcast will be about business, finance, investing, and being successful in life. And today, yeah, let me get started. So, one of the first things towards making a good investment record is staying patient in the market. Things don't happen overnight. You'll have to stay patient for a long time. For example, if you buy a stock and then you, and then you want it to go up the next day and you expect to make a 20% return in one day, that's not going to happen. I mean, unless you're like, you know, extremely lucky and then you buy this kind of penny stock that does it. But then, that's not going to happen. You have to stay patient. And as Warren Buffett has said, you can't get a baby in one month by getting nine women pregnant. And that still holds true today, even for the investment industry and for basically any industry there is. Because some things just take time. So, it's clear that the biggest reason most people fail is because they don't have discipline and they don't have um, the patience. And they don't have the ability to wait for, I don't know, for 14 days, 15 days at a time. Uh, No, not 14 days, sorry, 14 years. Not 14 years, but at least 5 years to 10 years. I mean, mean, as David Dreamen has said, if you can pick the right stock, the only thing that you have to do after that is wait. Because once you wait, after uh, after you've picked the right stock, and then you wait, and then you're just going to make money. Because the money just starts building up. So one thing that I do to stay patient in the stock market is I don't check the stock price too often. What do, why do people check the stock price so often? Well, one CNBC is the biggest player in the stock market news, as you know. After all, CNBC just goes around and it's like, Today, the Dow closed at 246 points because of uh, a trade deal between the US and China. No, that's not the case. It closed up because it wanted to close up. The trade deal had nothing to do with it closing up. The only part where it actually gets the stocks, thing that goes up right is earnings announcements. The thing is to stay patient, just turn off CNBC, turn off the markets, and business part of Reuters unless you want to learn of any acquisitions or you want to learn of what your company is doing but just stop looking at stock prices Uh, Warren Buffett has said he looks at Berkshire Hathaway stock price once every two weeks the greatest legend in stock market history looks at it once every two weeks and you're sitting there looking at four or five times a day and then you should be able to be you should be able to stay put and stay patient because once you don't look at stock prices, you don't really care where it's going. I mean, let's say it crashes five percent today. Is that going to matter in one week, one month, one year? Are you actually going to remember? Hey, do you remember on February the nineteenth of February, February the eighteenth, twenty nineteen? Guess what? Starbucks or whatever McDonald's went up ten percent. Damn. 
uh, went down 10%. That's, that's the part where things start getting serious. And then another tip that I use to stay patient in the market, another technique that I use to stay patient in the market is stay on a low information diet and don't, I don't really care about what comes out. Because apart from stock price movements, stock price movements are basically noise. Stock price movements, daily stock price movements, you can't really predict where stock is going to go today. Let's say from, I don't know, 5 in the morning to 7 in the morning. Because if you could, you'd be very, very rich. And that's what technical analysts try to do. And I've already, I think I've already made an episode on the pitfalls of technical analysis. And yeah. That's exactly what technical analysis is about. I used to predict short-term movements in the market and then they, they call themselves forex traders. But let me get back to the topic. Warren Buffett has said most news, quote-unquote, is noise and not news. And he is extremely true about that. Let's say Apple is going to build a Giga factory in um, Shanghai. Is that news or is that noise? I guess that's news because it increases production, increases revenue. But let me give you another example. Let's say Apple had Apple had earnings of one point five dollars this quarter versus an expectation of 1.53. Is that news or noise? That's clearly noise because it doesn't really make a difference. It won't make a difference seven years from now. It won't make a difference five to 10 years from now. Okay, because what CEOs try to do is they try to meet earnings expectations and Wall Wall Street's expectations. And when they try to do this, A lot of things can go berserk and it can really put the company in jeopardy and instead of that happening you should be thankful because because they have actually allowed a miss they don't they have actually allowed the stock to uh, they actually allowed the stock to fall five to ten percent and then the third way to stay patient is if the market goes up you're going to be happy naturally you're going to be optimistic you're going to be high-spirited you're going to be dancing and you're drinking wine, having a party on a Saturday night or whatever. But then, when it goes down, what do you do? That's the big question. When it goes down, what do you do? Well, when it goes down, it's pretty simple. Buy more of the stock. Why do I say this? Well, low price, high returns. High price, low returns. Because if you have... A stock that's worth $500 and then you buy it for $5, then you have a profit of $450, which is 900%. But then if you have a stock that's worth 500, wait, is that, oops, sorry, it's a profit of 9,000%. And this is just a hypothetical example. But then if you have a stock that's worth $500, but it's selling for $10 right now, then what's your profit? It's 8,000%, that's 1,000% lower. But then, you see, if you, if you bought it at $10, you have a profit of 8,000%, that's massive. Let's say that's over 20 years, okay, so it gets like a regular spread out. 
it beats it probably will beat the market but then gets the role of regular like spreading out of it and then after that let's say you buy it at dollar 10 but then if it plummets to dollar five because it screwed up earnings one uh, it screwed up its earnings one um, quarter so so it falls from dollar ten to dollar five by fifty percent. But then that means your total mar- uh, that means your total value, the total possible value that it can appreciate, is how much? It can go up nine thousand percent from there. That means if you buy more stock at five dollars, then you can indeed buy more stock and have a bigger, better profit margin—not uh, profit margin, bigger margin of safety. For the stock because once you if you don't have a margin of safety you're gonna screw it up because what margin of safety lets you do it lets you stay patient because you know if the stock five you know if the stock falls you either have a good buying opportunity which is if you have more money or if you have gained money from dividends or you have a good waiting opportunity because you can just sit there and wait because what the margin of safety allows you to do is it lets you wait it lets you stay put it says okay so the stock was undervalued by 50 percent it was clearly undervalued by 50 percent look at the income the income is 500 million and the revenue is 17 billion and it's selling at 10 billion look at that okay i mean like the net income is 5 billion the revenue is at 10 billion and it's selling at 7 billion and it has a free cash flow of about four and a half billion. It's clearly undervalued, and it's it's clearly going to go up. It's got a massive margin of safety because, and if you value that stock, you're probably going to get a really really high value for the stock. And once you do get a really really high value for the stock, you're going to stay happy. You're going to stay content. You'll be like, okay. It's clear that the stock is undervalued. If it goes down more, hey, it's more undervalued, let's buy some more. And then you go up to your broker and then you buy some more. Obviously your commission fees may eat up a bit of your profit, but then again, your patience lets you do that. And that's another big advantage of patience. Remember that your commission fees can only be gobbled up by waiting. Only way you can actually make sure that your Commission fee is met is by waiting. Is if you tell yourself, "Hey, I pay ten dollars in commissions," then what are you gonna be like? You're gonna be like, "Okay, I pay ten dollars in commissions, and I pay fifteen dollars in whatever. I don't know, and I paid like five hundred dollars for the stock. If you want to gain that ten dollars back, you've got to be patient. You've got to wait." Because if you don't wait, you're not going to be making money. And then, my final tip, I think, I think that is my final tip, is hold a stock that isn't so volatile. Try to make sure that, don't forget risk. If you if you actually don't have 
the appetite if you don't have the ability to take a job then hold a less volatile stock i mean history is the only thing that can show you about volatility i don't trust implied volatility and neither should you because implied volatility comes from a model that assumes efficient markets and um, normal distribution of stock returns it's a statistical term so basically that's not gonna work and if you wanted to know that model is called a black shoals merton model it's an option pricing model it helps you to value quote-unquote options and then that's the that's the issue so you can hold a low volatility stock so if the market if the market goes down ten percent, yours goes down only five percent. So, therefore, if your if the market goes up ten percent, yours goes up five percent. But I don't believe in betas or anything like that. But then, the historical beta is the only thing that can tell you whether that can only tell you whether a stock is volatile or not because a stock can be very volatile and you can lose a lot of money. Thanks for that volatility. And but let us sum up this episode and then go check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Elite underscore investing. My new ebook is coming out. I put some details about that on my next episode. It's coming out tomorrow. Go check that out as well. And I'll see you next time with another episode of the Elite Investing Show.